Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I'm your old friend, Stinky Whistleteeth. Today it is episode 21 of season 2 of Transformers Prime. It is Alpha Omega. This episode was directed by Todd Waterman. It was written by David McDermott. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Smokescreen acquired a vehicle mode and became a horrible role model for Jack while Megatron found Excalibur. Yep. And now on the Decepticon ship, uh, Dreadwing's all set to lead a counterattack. And Megatron's like, did did you miss that whole part where Optimus cut a mountain in half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we even had a recap at the beginning of this episode, dumbass. But um, Dreadwing says, hey, don't you have a thing that can make other things? Well, Megatron's like, yeah, the Ford's soul is prime. We have that, but it's useless to anyone but a prime. But... If I could control such a hand. Ooh. And then we go back to Optimus HQ and Optimus is still in his trance with um um oh uh Alpha Trion. Totally forget that name. With Alpha Trion from the last episode, and he's receiving a message and they kinda have a... he's like it's almost like he's in a VR simulator, but there's yeah. a big apparition of Alpha Trion in front of him, played by Walter Koning. I mean George Takai. It's George Takai, because is he, it? Yeah, he had this thing on Facebook or Twitter some ages ago now because he gets asked that a lot apparently. He says, "Just remember, it rhymes with gay." Oh my! <laughs> so, <laughs> he gets a it. message from uh, Alpha Trion saying, "Hey, uh, the Covenant of Primus. Uh, I got some ideas from that because apparently the Covenant of Primus records thing in, things in the past and the future or predicts the future. Yeah, but it's, not. It's like an Elder Scroll from Skyrim. Yeah, but without a lot of detail. So." Uh, Alpha Trion knew that Optimus would be on Earth and he would be fighting Megatron in this important chapter of our Cybertron Wars. Uh, so that's why he sent all the relics to Earth. Mm -hmm. And now we have our opening. And when we come back, uh, he he t says that, um, uh, yeah, I don't know all the details. So I sent you these last, the last four relics are the most important relics. Uh, go find them. Yep. And uh, back in reality, Optimus snaps out of his little trance here and the sword stops glowing and he basically collapses like it took a lot out of him. Turns out the four relics are the Omega Keys, and they're going to regenerate Cybertron somehow. Yeah, Smokescreen's like, did Alpha try and ask about me? And Bulkhead just kind of shoves him out of the way. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, uh, meanwhile in space, Megatron and Dreadwing are standing on top of the Nemesis, and they're flying to the moon. To the dark side of the moon, uh, where they're going to do mushrooms and then watch the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but turns out Megatron has a space bridge there. Yeah, it's just hiding it behind the moon, because since the moon is tidally locked, if you keep it on that side of it, the humans will never see it. And even if the Autobots detect it, it's way out of their reach. Yeah. So they fly off to the space bridge. And then the... Yeah, Dreadwing can fly in space because, because of, of course, course he can. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the Autobots celebrate their upcoming return to Cybertron. They're super psyched until they think about the kids. Oh, the kids. Uh... We aren't even in this episode. Yes. No, they're not. And then Smokestream points out, okay, so they're keys, right? Keys open doors. Can they revive an entire planet? I, my first thought was like, dude, they call hammers forges and <laughs> yeah. longsword sabers. Names don't mean shit with these relics. Optimus more or less says that the ancient Autobots had technology that has become lost to them. So yeah, very well could revive an entire planet. Yeah, he basically he trusts Alpha Trion. 
implicitly. So Megatron and Dreadwing have bridged through the space bridge and they arrive at Cybertron. And then we go back to Optimus talking about how we're going to split up to find the keys. Yep. He makes it good and clear. They can't let Megatron get even one of the keys. And with only four sets of coordinates left to decode, he figures those must be the four keys. So Megatron and Dreadwing then on Cybertron bounce up back and forth a lot in this first act. Mm. They find uh, some tomb of the primes. They don't really talk about it much. Dreadwing's uncomfortable being there, but they open a sarcophagus. A sarcophagus, and Megatron just cuts something or stabs something inside of it. Yeah, because whatever's inside of Dreadwing at first is like taken aback, and yeah, Megatron gets the sword out. And uh, back with the Autobots, Ratchet is making Optimus a sheath or holder for the sword, I guess. And Narcy and Bulkhead. Now they're not sure if they want to leave Earth. Yeah. They've, you know, become so attached to the kids. There's a great bit where Ratchet's like, why don't you just text them? (laughs) Yes, I love the way he says that, too. You can always text them. Like, the way he says it, it's like, it's something new he just found out about. (laughs) Or I I had, like, a a whiff of damn teenagers and their phones. <laughs> yes. uh, so then Megatron on back on the Nemesis is on Knockout's operation operating table and he's like, uh, attach the appendage but keep me awake because I guess I dig pain. Yeah, he just wants to watch as his new appendage is attached and Knockout's like, alright, good enough. He gets out the saw and starts cutting Megatron's arm off. And he flinches a bit, but he keeps watching. Yeah, and then the camera kind of pulls back and we see, uh, it, like now in the foreground, there's some Autobot uh, transformer hand forearm in a vat of liquid. Yep, just floating there. And back at Optimus HQ, Optimus decodes the first set of coordinates for the first key, and Smokescreen and RC are going to head off. Yep, and according to the map, it's in North Africa, and uh, he says, all right, we're going to break into teams just in case I get the next set uh, decoded. We'll have somebody that can go after that while you're still after the first one. Makes sense. Yeah, they head off, and Smokescreen's like, after you, sir, I mean, ma'am, uh, commander or like he's trying to come up with something to say to her why would you even come up with sir anyway he's kind of i'm not a fan of the smokescreen i think we all know that i'm not going to bother with an episode of smokescreen sucks i don't think he warrants one in these next couple episodes but (laughs) megatron has a brand new hand and he can now wield the forge of soulless prime commercial break yes and do you notice it looks kind of like rodimus prime's arm like it's the right colors oh i didn't even notice that yeah wrong point in time it's it's probably I'm reading too much into it, but but now with the Autobots, we're in Egypt right beside the Sphinx and it's the middle of the day. So, of course, there are no tourists or archaeologists or any people at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you, you didn't see the thousands and thousands of tourists there, Paul. They were <laughs> they were all standing behind the Sphinx. That's why they didn't see the we, Autobots. We were on the dark side of the Sphinx. <laughs> there you go. That's the that's the next album from Weaponized Death Crystals. The dark side of the yeah, Sphinx. The dark side of the Sphinx. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Aristide's got her um, uh, little uh, PKE uh, meter. Thank you, PKE <laughs> meter. And she's like this way. Yeah, the Well of Souls is that away. Meanwhile, Megatron is uh, making a crown for the next King of Orzammar. At least that's what this scene reminded me of. And uh, Dreadwing and Knockout explain what Megatron is doing, but it's really clunky. It's it's like they're explaining it to someone who just walked into the room and asked what was happening. Oh, it's total total clunky exposition. As you know, Bob, I'm your father. Kind of <laughs> yes. stuff. And uh, what Megatron is banging, though, at with the, the Forge of Solus Prime is a chunk of dark energy on. Whatever he's going to build out of it. But meanwhile, in Tannis, Smokescreen apologizes for putting Jack in danger to RC. And she's like, Look. Just like he's apologized for a dozen things he's done already that he keeps doing. Yes. And she's like, this isn't just about Jack. Our team cannot afford 
any losses, any yeah. casualties at all. And she's like, look, I already lost two partners and they knew what they were doing. I don't want a rookie on my scorecard too. Yeah. So uh, she walks off and he's like, wait, two partners? He runs after her. Um, and then back on the Nemesis, it turns out Soundwave has decoded the coordinates for this relic that RC and Bumblebee or uh, Smokescreen are going after. So back with the Autobots, Smokescreen says it was nice of the humans to pile all these rocks on top of the relic. Yeah. And uh, they come to the end of this tunnel and find a wall with like hieroglyphics on it. Yeah, I figured they were in, you know, they have to be in one of the pyramids. I don't think it's the Sphinx, but um, they basically slide that wall aside and there's the first key. Yep, just Legend of Zelda style. They pull up block and there's the key. And Smokescreen figures the ancient Egyptians must have found it and buried it there because they thought it was like a gift from the gods, right? Which I think they even say, well, it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's popped up a couple times where these relics have, you know, there was the one bulkhead found. Yeah. That, um, yeah, these relics are treated as as divine tools, I guess. But when they walk out, Megatron is waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And according to the phase of the moon, that means it's about three in the morning. You knew I was going to say that. <laughs> but uh, Smokescreen says, oh, come on, we can take him. It's two against one. But nope, Megatron has a new toy. It's a sword he made out of dark energon. Yeah. So RC calls for a ground bridge right away. But uh, Megatron just takes a swipe, and much like the Star Saber, it just throws this huge beam of energy at the two of them and knocks them both on their ass. Yeah, it's the Legend of Zelda Master Sword beam attack bit you can do when you have full health. But yeah, the Autobots and the key go flying, and they try shooting at him, but then he goes all Jedi and deflects their shots with the sword. Yeah, and he then uh, has another swipe, and this beam hits uh, Star... Or Starscream, fucking... There are too many Transformers whose names start with S. It hits Smokescreen... <laughs> And it sends him flying back into the pyramid and he like turns into dust. Yeah, he's gone. And Arcee's just looks like she's given up. She just kind of mm-hmm. turns around. Her shoulders are all sunken over and Megatron has the key in his hand. He's like, well, what is this? <laughs> yeah, he like so he kind of puts the blade under her chin, makes her look up at him. And he's like, I could kill you. But instead, I want you to go back to Optimus and tell him if he wants this relic, he has to come face me. Mm-hmm. Commercial break. And we come back. RC says, uh, smokescreen turned to dust and Optimus, you have to go face Megatron. Yeah, and they're like, well, don't blame yourself. It could have just as easily have been you. And yeah, Bulkhead and Bumblebee are all set to put dents in Megatron. But no, Optimus is like, if Megatron has something that powerful... As the Star Saber is, then only I have a chance of getting it back. So mm-hmm. away he goes. He bridges to the Sphinx, and there's the key in the sand. And Megatron says, go ahead, take it, if you can. And he <laughs> wields a sword that he has called the Dark Star Saber, because, of course, he has a lot of originality. Yeah, but, uh, very creative. <laughs> they get into a massive sword fight. Mm-hmm. Optimus gets the mask on, they get into it, and Optimus jumps over Megatron's first attack, but then Megatron just cuts Optimus's counterattack in half. Yeah, they. That's kind of there's neat. a lot of, yeah, moving around, a lot of jumping by Optimus. The, Megatron takes the upper hand at one moment, um, then Optimus knocks him on his ass, and then Megatron takes a swipe with the Dark Star Saber and just, he kind of grazes Optimus in the shoulder, mm. but it, it seems to wind him. Yeah, and at one point they're grappling, and uh, Megatron's even like, um, they finally have their rightful places as gods wielding the power of the cosmos. Which <laughs> is kind of cool. <laughs> I've always wondered why Megatron doesn't pull a G1 Megatron and just try to rule humanity. Because he could. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Anyway, this fight goes on for a while. 
Optimus gets a glancing blow, and then they clash swords, and the Star Saber shatters. Mm-hmm. And now it's blindfold and cigarette time. Optimus is down. Megatron's got the sword to his neck. And he says, your head will look great next to that artifact. Mm. <laughs> and then Smokescreen shows up. He's like, oh, this thing? Yeah. And did you notice he's got the phase shifter on his arm? Yes, which I'm pretty sure he didn't have earlier with RC, but whatever. <laughs> but Optimus uses the distraction to slug Megatron one, and then they start grappling again. And he's like, Smokescreen, fall back. And Smokescreen does it. He charges at Optimus. And when... When Megatron makes another swipe with the Dark Star Saber, Smokescreen grabs Optimus, shifts him out of phase. For some reason, they don't fall in through the sand. Yep. And the beam of energy goes right through the two of them. Mm-hmm. And Optimus calls for a bridge, and they escape just before Megatron's next attack gets to the bridge. And Megatron's like, go ahead and run, Optimus. I have the power to tear the planet apart. So Smokescreen Smokescreen and Optimus arrive back at Optimus HQ. And this is when he explains, yeah, I borrowed the phase shifter. Uh, That's how I survived. (laughs) Ratchet's like, again? (laughs) So uh, we have a bit of a flashback where it shows that Smokescreen didn't get turned into dust. He just went through the pyramid, Mm. unconscious again. He gets knocked out a lot in his flashbacks. (laughs) Uh, And then when he came to, Optimus and Megatron were fighting. Yep. And so now he asks uh, if he can keep the thing, because it's really working out for me. And Ratchet's like, yeah. Fine. Again, he should have been Mirage, but yeah, whatever. And uh, then they, uh, he's like, sweet, I have a brand new weapon. And then they all look at the Star Saber and they're like, yeah, and Optimus doesn't anymore. Yeah, but Ratchet's like, well, Optimus doesn't need it to be the mightiest of warriors. When they said this stuff can only be used by the hand of a prime, I guess they meant it literally, and Megatron gets not only the hand, but an entire arm for good measure. Like, that's all you need at Megatron? You could have saved yourself a lot of time and surgery. Just get the hand, clamp it to the hammer with some creepy glue, and Bob's your uncle. And why did he wait until now to do this? Did they just get the space bridge fixed that morning? Like, he's had this stupid hammer for how long now? Even last time with the Star Saber, as soon as the Decepticons uncovered it and he saw what it was, he should have been like, Whoa! Cover it up, cover it up, cover it up! We'll be back in a bit, gotta go get something first. You'd think the ancient Autobots would have worked in a little more security on this shit. Like, the hand of the Prime needs to be attached to a Prime, a Prime that is still alive. Like, didn't they ever watch, I don't know, any action movie? Because there's always that scene where they pull out the severed hand to get the fingerprints or hold the dead guy up to the retina scanner or play back his voice on the tape player or some other ridiculous here we are at the end of another episode of the transformers nitpickers podcast show the next episode paul and i are going to review is hard knocks if you want to see two guys who have not had a hard knock life you can find us on twitter i'm at john soby paul is at p mcpherson one and jay-z's on there too and uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app whatever it is you listen to us with whatever you listen to jay-z with and uh, tell all your friends tell everybody you know you can tell them they can find old episodes of the transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transform see you later you can always text them